1: my style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again? With Scott Bogman and Chris Wells. Can't wait. What does that do? Did
3: that blow your mind? That just happened.
4: Welcome back, everybody, in this league, on the Sports Grid, Hour 3. You guys know what that means. It's me, Scott Bogman, at Bogman Sports on the Twitter. Joined by my friend, Casey Bubba, at BDN Trick, on the Twitter machine. Bubba, what what an amazing draft it was, right? And Dolphins we totally crushed, know.
3: Dolphins crushed the first round. <laughs> Absolutely amazing work by them. Just just dominated the first round. Dominated them and the, Rams, the first them round. and the Rams singing Kumbaya yep. just crushed everybody.
4: Right. Denver also with their awesome first round picks. Yep. Uh we we obviously joke. Uh, you know, we are recording this a couple hours before the draft starts. Draft starts in actually like four hours as we are recording this. We got to get this done early to get it uh to the people at sports grid to get posted later. So we don't know anything that has happened in the draft yet. So we're mainly going to stick to baseball today. So if you're listening on Saturday, going, why the hell aren't the football guys talking about football here? Uh, It's because we don't know anything that has happened. So we're going to stick to mainly baseball and there's a lot to talk about baseball as well. It has been a wacky season. Um, Most recently this week, there's been a lot of focus on the ball itself and how Major League Baseball has clearly screwed with it. Um, we've seen Chris Bassett talk about how it changes, not from game to game, but from inning to inning yeah. on if you're going to get a ball with good grip or you know the way it's rubbed up or if it's spent too much or too little time in the humidor and all this stuff. There seems to be no uniformity Uh, I know your boy Carlos Rodon pushed back on that, but of course, Carlos Rodon pushed back on that dude's having the best season of his life and the best pitcher in baseball right now. So yeah. Why would he care about what he's like? You know what? Keep doing what you're doing. It's working for me. That's all I care about. But um, we've seen a couple guys get hit. Uh, Players are starting to get mad. There's a lot of animosity built up. Plus you're not going to get fined half a year's salary for fighting people because it's COVID. So you're seeing a lot more of that stuff. So the season has seemed to have a lot of animosity in it already, uh, starting I think with the lockout. So I think that's where it started. But it seems like there's just animosity out of everybody this
3: year, Bob. What do you think? Yeah, there definitely is. We saw in Yankees, Cleveland. We saw Cleveland players jumping into the stands because they're getting bottles thrown at them in the yeah. outfield. It's uh, it reminded me of when fans first started coming back to NBA games and people forgot how to behave in public again. So yeah, um, yeah. It's it's just crazy how wild things are with that. But going to the 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 balls as you mentioned. Always talking about balls on this show. Um, there's there's basically we knew there was at least two types of baseballs last year that was established and admitted. And um, the problem is with these baseballs is MLB owns Rawlings or uh, whatever whoever makes the balls now, right? Um, so that's a problem. It's obviously a problem. And uh, the Humidor thing was supposed to help with that problem, but we know those are controlled by MLB, so that's a problem as well. And I think the Bassett comments are great. And we've seen some other pitchers talk about it. You mentioned Rodon on one side, but there's a lot more on Bassett's side on this one. And I think it's because of the way the lockout went down and the players realize they do have a voice now. They have yeah. that social media voice. They have a presence. They they realize the fans are on their side like this. I enjoy seeing it. And Bassett didn't say anything wrong. He wasn't like MFing anybody. Right. He was just talking flat about out.
4: the inconsistencies, right? He was just
3: flat out saying, it's like, give me something I can learn to work with instead of all these different things. And that's the problem is we, there's different balls out there. I'm already expecting the bouncy ball to come back at some point in time. Like, it's just, it's a mess of a situation. And it'd be one thing if we knew what we were dealing with, but we don't know what we're dealing with. And that's the problem. That's the biggest problem. Yeah. All these guys have. It's like, just pick no one and let's go. Right. Yeah, stop messing with it. So we'll see.
4: No transparency. It, it, it's a huge thing because the, the players, especially after the lockout and all the, you know, Everything that went in with that and, it, you know, the MLB owners trying to manipulate the media and, you know, um, the people in the media kind of working with the owners. So the players not trusting them, too. I think a lot of what you said makes sense here, Bob. It's the player saying, hey, look, we have a voice. We know that, uh, you know, we are going to be heard if we say things on the Internet now uh, or in the press, the post game press conferences and things like that. And it's true. I mean. You know, we didn't even mention this to, to start the beginning of the season, but what an embarrassing performance from Angel Hernandez on Sunday night baseball in front of the entire world, yep. in front of the entire world. You know, this has been talked about ad nauseum, which is why we haven't brought it up because other stuff has happened since Angel Hernandez that have, that has also embarrassed baseball right now. But this is, this is the issue. This is uh the people at the top. Not understanding what the consumers want, all we want is to know what's happening. That's it. Give us the rules, just write them in black and white. No more unwritten rules, none of that nonsense, right?
3: Yeah, none of that nonsense. And a couple of things, I, I won't, if we have time, I'd love to talk more about the Angel Hernandez. Oh, thing. yeah, we'll talk about but Angel uh, Hernandez on the but, other uh, here uh, to, sure. to your latter point there about not understanding what the people want, like the consumer wants, that's the biggest problem. You have Rob, uh, Rob Manfred, who uh, obviously hates the game of baseball he 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 just wants to make money which is his job i get it make the owners money that's his job but when he sits there and talks about the the hunk of metal as a trophy he's more worried about the pace of play than the quality of play like all these things that, that have been in the the history of baseball for so long he's always wanting to change for the betterment of business not for the betterment of the game right uh, it, it's hard to believe he appreciates the actual game of baseball so we shouldn't be surprised that he doesn't care. Just, you know, I got this warehouse full of baseballs. We already paid for them. Just use them. I don't care what these people say. And that's all he cares about is making more money. And um, yeah, does not really he could give two rats rear ends who wins this thing as long as like at least two big markets are in like the final four for television rights. That's all they care about. Yeah, yeah. It is it is getting to be silly
4: and absurd, but we're gonna take a break we come back, we're going to talk more about baseball. Uh, Sorry we don't have any results from the NFL draft. Uh, I'd love to speak about Aiden Hutchinson's mom. But we will be right back after this in this league on the Sports Grid.
0: And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide
5: at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
1: Why the Fire. f*** is it called a... In this league. Because who could be scared of it? A- in this league. Yeah, just this nice bloke from down the road, isn't he? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Hello, I'm- In this league. I've just moved in. My don't wife has got better having a heart attack.
4: You're having a heart attack. <laughs> You're not having an heart attack. Welcome back, everybody. In this league on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman Call me on joining our three as always by casey bubba at Bdentric on the twitter machine bubba you know tell everyone where they can find all the great works all the stuffs all the things that you are doing across the interwebs right now
3: yeah like you said on twitter at Bdentric, check all the goodies out there i'll tweet it out way too often but the benched with bubba podcast a couple times a week uh doing stuff there for season-long fantasy baseball the mlb dfs quick hits podcast um, Monday through Friday, to give you a quick rundown of the slate. Thanks for all those loyal listeners Blogman and I had in the past that uh, keep uh, reaching out to us. It uh, does not go unheard, trust me. Um, <laughs> written content at Fantasy Pros, Fan Tracks, and Rotoballer.com. And um, the always-pressing PGA DFS podcast for you golf guys. But there's always stuff going on. I have a few other things I might be changing too so uh Ooh. just follow me on the twitter at pediatric we'll have some fun with that
4: oh i like this this is uh, i'm gonna have a you know, off-air show here too to to discuss the the movement happening here but uh I'm we're looking talking at
3: aiden hutchinson's mom on my phone too so yep <laughs> hey
4: you know what you're welcome do a little research there on that yeah. so uh you know that it has made me appreciate the uh pre-draft stuff but i you know i was talking about how annoyed i get with the because the draft is supposed to start at 8 Eastern. But 8 eight Eastern will come along, Bub, and you know this better than anyone. And then we'll get the National Anthem and then the, the other National Anthem. And then we have to thank the troops. And then we have to thank the teachers. And then we have to thank the things. And then we have to thank the – got to have a band, you know, Green Day featuring somebody else, you know, uh, a concert. it be 9 before. o'clock
3: before they start.
4: I know, man. Just get the damn clock going. Start it at 8, please. God.
3: Uh, the, another make the money Let's talk about, I'll tell you what, being though, good money, it's money. I, I tell you
4: what though, that's the only NFL annoyance that we have in terms of like, you know, uh, off field stuff, but MLB has a lot of issues. We're going through them beforehand, but, um, let's talk about angel for a second, because this guy has been a worthless umpire since, uh, I have seen him. I remember him. Uh, I, I've talked about this ad nauseum, so I apologize to people that have heard me say it on somebody, something else, but 1998, I was 15 years old. I'm at a Diamondbacks game and I watched this dude call a home run, a foul ball. And I didn't know any single umpire's name at that point. And I was like, who made that call? It was Angel Hernandez. Okay. I know I don't like Angel Hernandez. That was my first, you know, as a 15 year old, um, which is a jump to conclusions you know uh matt from uh office space it, oh, it's that's,
3: that's, it's how that game real quick how has no company put that game out for sale jump it's a jump game.
4: to conclusions matt
3: everyone it? our age would buy yeah, it yeah
4: exactly how have they not sold this yet but sorry hold on their story yeah Well, by the way, let's go down a rabbit hole here real quick because uh, I mean, you opened it up. So um, I made I made a reference on my CFB Winning Edge show yesterday. And as soon as I made it, my co-host Nick Allen jumped in and said, Scott, I was about to say the same thing, which is crazy. So I want to see if we can go three for three. Um, It's an obscure reference, so it would be surprising. But. Xavier uh who co-hosts that show with me is 25. You know, he'll be 26 soon. So, a young man. Yes. Uh, he would not have made this reference, but we were talking about Michigan football and he said um, you know, well, you know, Michigan finally beat the final boss last year. He said, "Well, it wasn't the final boss, it was the final boss before the final boss because I guess the final boss would be winning the championship, right?" Yeah. So, i said it's like this do you have any idea what i would have referenced uh in that space it's the final boss it's the final boss before the final boss no okay
3: and we're like um, the same age so no i'm sorry I hate to disappoint i you said
4: there. i said this is super macho man before you fight mike tyson
3: I got and, you. And the Mike Tyson's knockout, yes. Yeah, gotcha. Mike, Mike Tyson's game. knockout. Super yep.
4: Macho Man was the guy right before yep. Mike Tyson, and I feel like it was harder to beat Super Macho Man sometimes than it was uh, to beat Mike Tyson. So
3: especially if you're uh, on an airplane.
4: Yeah, very, yes, very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've had the airplane level yet, but I'm sure someone will make it pretty quick here. Um, but but yeah, oh man, yep. Here's Aiden Hutchinson walk, walking out with mom again. So uh, oh, anyway. That's a, that's a
3: draft that's a 1.1 1. 1 draft pick right <laughs> uh
4: anyway i thought um, we're talking pictures
3: about, if i was good at photoshopping we'd have so much fun with it. that's all i have to say
4: we're, we're talking about angel hernandez here and um the same
3: photoshopping works for him too
4: yeah the guy is worthless uh just terrible dude uh not not a terrible person but i mean look he the probably guy is, is i, the way he's I, smug I about feel it. like I feel like he almost has to be like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Are you this bad? at your job? No one in the history of work, I think has been this bad at their job and still be able to keep it. Right. We, someone has been this bad at their job before. Right. A lot of people have, but they get fired. Yep. A- and this dude has sued MLB twice because he's not a crew chief because he calls MLB racist. Yep. Um, uh, which I, you know, I'm not saying that's not true, but, you can't be as bad as, at, at your job as you are, Angel Hernandez, and then sue MLB and say, you're not making me a boss because you're racist. No, it's because you're awful at your job. You're not good. You should retire. You should not be working anymore. It, it is embarrassing. The guy is a joke. Everyone knows that he obviously does not care anymore, and I was so happy to see Kyle Schwarber just absolutely yes. lose it on him. I mm-hmm. think it was I think it was Amazing. great. I think it was what everyone needed to see. And this was the rare thing that you don't get in these scenarios. The booth was calling yeah. out Angel Hernandez and it has been a more and more regular thing. Baseball does not want the people in the booth, the people calling the games to regularly crap on their umpires because it's not a good look for baseball as a whole to have bad umpires but it's stuff like this that is going to make the robot the robot umps happen way sooner than we think i don't think we're that far from it um at all what do you think about angel and then uh, how far away are we from robot umps? do you think a
3: couple things um i'm a big proponent of old people not getting their driver's license because they can't drive anymore angel hernandez shouldn't umpire anymore pretty equal equivalent to me you could have said that
4: in 98
3: yeah it requires scene and that's the problem (laughs) Uh the other thing is Kyle Schwarber, like I wanted to start a one of us chant because that was <laughs> everything he did. Everything he did is what we've all wanted to do for so long. Even yeah. when he's back in the umpire or back in the dugout, it was F this, F you. all, all this I stuff. mean, he
4: did it at the perfect time too, because that's a getaway yeah. day.
3: Yep. That, yeah, that's the last anymore.
4: at bat of yep. that of that series. They'll see has, that, that crew again, yep. but not for a while. He crew, has got okay.
3: everybody's emotions out for them. Just like, here it is, buddy. On Joe Gerards, Joe Girardi's a little B. Beta B, because he should have had his team's back, and he did not in that moment. Not the way he should have, at least. Like he should have right. walked out there and done them. But that's a whole other discussion. Uh, robot Arms are coming to your to your original question. Uh, they will be. I don't want to see them come. Like I, I like the fact that there's still some human nature in the game of baseball. I do too. But when it's this you know, bad, when it's this right. bad, you, you do need something. And like you said, I love hearing the broadcast. Do it's a new broadcast. There's a reason why we thought we'd like this broadcast because they are more fan-based, stat stat-cast-based, like, more real yeah. than some of these pseudo people they put in the box before. And they – was that their second or third Sunday night baseball game? It didn't take long for them to turn on the MLB, which was gorgeous. But um, <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens with them. They might have a stomach bug this Sunday. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, Angel's got to go. Robodoms are coming soon. And it's just a shame it's come to this because he's horrific at what he does. And, um, yeah, and this no, is a no nice example. things to say
4: this is a pure example of um you know one person ruining it for everyone because well, there's the whole
3: thing like don't outstay your welcome when you're like you're at a party or something this yeah. dude he should have left like you said in 98. he's like he's like you know Canada to the USA he, they just won't leave us alone they're just on <laughs> like right next to us and won't leave uh, so this <laughs> well is, at least uh, at least
4: they got nowhere go. else to go you know angel hernandez sure. can go honestly uh, I
3: mean maybe there's something to that maybe he's so bad at being a husband and a father that he can't go home either oh
4: i mean I yeah yeah i'm far, going there but, We went but there.
3: i mean i mean if if his
4: husbanding is anything like his umping exactly then we know see? he ain't good at it so a
3: plus b equals c
4: it seems pretty simple to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man we got to go to break when we come back uh i want to talk about some of these fights and uh see what your favorite mlb fight ever was so we're going to take a break when we come back we'll talk about that in this league on the sports grid
0: producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at
5: bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
1: i generally come in at least 15 minutes late i use the side door after that i just sort of space out for about an hour
3: Uh, uh, space out i probably only do about 15 minutes of real
1: actual work would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more let me tell you something about in this league
4: Welcome back, everybody! In this league, on the sports grid, get on the grid. I'm your host Scott Bogman. Follow me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. Here at Casey Bubba at BDentric, uh, we have run down Angel Hernandez. Uh, I think uh, probably enough. Guy is terrible at his job. Um, just to go back to what you're saying about the robot umps and the robot umps getting here. I I honestly I don't really want him either. I, I'll say this. It's understandable though when you have someone like Angel Hernandez, and the point I was I was gonna make before was um it's one guy ruining it for everyone there are plenty of umpires that are bad the last time i remember an umpire being as bad as angel was was the guy that um he came up from the minors to replace a uh, umpire that was sick or like had a surgery or something and had to miss some time so they bring a guy up from the minors he's behind the dish in an oakland game and there were like balls straight down the pipe. And I don't remember the guy's name because I don't think he stuck around too long. But there are balls right down the pipe. He was calling balls. And it was just absurd. It was like he got up to the bigs and choked, you know, like a lot of prospects do. Um, and it's a competitive world. But when you get in that job, you have tenure and no one can fire you. That's why these umpires stick around for so long. They almost can't get fired. They're like college professors, right? It's just about why to say
3: college professors is the first it's- thing I thought of.
4: It's why Angel Hernandez can sue the NFL twice and keep his or the MLB twice and keep his job. So um, they have a very, very good union. We'll say that. But um, and they didn't have a good union for a long time. They had to fight for it. Like there was um, a whole lockout of umpires uh, a while back. And that's when they formed their union. And they realized that, you know, as bad as we think the umpires are, if you just get regular Joes off the street, it gets real ugly, really fast. So, uh, bad umpiring and it's early in the season for everyone, but horrific umpiring from Angel Hernandez. Uh, we've had issues with the ball. The, you know, our boy, you know, had a huge article from the athletic about, uh, how every single, um, stadium, the 20 stadiums that, um, put in the humidor, the barrels are going on average. It's like nine feet, um, uh, Nine feet shorter. less far. Yeah, shorter. I don't know why I couldn't think of the word shorter. Um, it should have been in
3: your vocabulary. It, it,
4: oh, thanks, Bob. Appreciate that, <laughs> you jerk. Um, it's there for two reasons. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> you finally anyway, got
3: my joke now.
4: <laughs> let's talk about... Yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> you jerk. Uh, let's talk about this fight, this fighting, because the big one... Uh, and then we had, you know, uh, internet tough guy Pete Alonso talk about how he could put people in the hospital. Um, there's been some growing animosity between the Cardinals and Mets. Uh, Pete Alonso got hit in the head. I mean, he got hit in the head with like a curveball. If if you're out there head hunting, you're throwing a fastball. You're not throwing anything breaking. So like, that's kind of one of those things. But it gets to the point where if you guys keep getting hit. They start to not care about what kind of pitch. It doesn't matter. Don't hit me anymore. It's pissing me off, right? Have better control. The pitchers are complaining they don't have as good a control because you took away the sicky stuff last year and you're screwing with the balls this year. So that is the reason that we're having guys get hit which leads to animosity. There's been a lot of animosity built up, not only from the lockout, but the fact that these guys can't really fight the last couple of years because of the gigantic fines from COVID. Now those are gone. So it's kind of like, all right, we're going to see more fights. We've already seen it. The other day, we saw Nolan Arenado um, try to get, I can't even remember which hit, uh, pitcher hit him, but there was a huge rumble between them in St. Louis, between the Mets and Cardinals in St. Louis, which just made me think about, some of my favorite MLB fights. So is there a particular one that you can remember that is just your all time favorite MLB fight? And have you been at a game for a fight ever? A benches clearing brawl or any of that stuff.
3: All time is tough. Uh, I don't remember if i have been to a game live with the brawl. If I was, I was young. So it doesn't, it doesn't ring a bell with me for one, but, um, some of the ones in my lifetime because like some of the best ones you see the video of like Juan Marichal with a bat in his hand and stuff like that's that's just insane that's why that goes beyond a fight that's like assault right there like that's crazy crazy but you know Nolan Ryan with Ventura in a headlock that's pretty awesome that's like who's your daddy who's your daddy um (laughs) I love the one where uh Pedro Martinez throws Don Zimmer to the ground that yeah that was that
4: 2004 was that that one that was that, was that, that, like that, was that the what, a-rod like,
3: veritech one i think it was the one where like a-rod and have been chipping a lot and then like a-rod like went to tag a guy and like shoved them and just turned into a whole thing no that um, was
4: okay I'm, i just found it because i found a list of the top 10 fights pedro martinez throws down uh coach john zimmer was 2003 that was a year before the veritech a-rod okay. one which veritech a-rod on a this one. list was number one Yeah,
3: that was good because that one was brewing for a while and it was just like the final thing that pushed it over the edge.
4: You know, it was so great, too. And I don't dislike a rod as much as other people do, but he's obviously not my favorite player um, was he he looked at Veritech and did the come on and Veritech did it. That yeah. was the best part of it. Just like, no, just, a, you won't hit me yeah. and Veritek got right in Like I, I don't That's know
3: Veritek, but just looking at Veritek and the fact he's a catcher, I would never have challenged him because he was, of course, coming right at you. He did not care who you were. Right. He's like, I take a hundred mile an hour foul tips off my head. You aren't scaring me right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but the other ones that were great was uh, that Pittsburgh-Cincinnati uh, one where Amir Garrett basically takes on the entire Reds dugout. And well, you also he, had the and, and Puig, who was already out. Yeah. He just got traded. Now he comes back out of the locker room to get in the fight. That one, but then the one a few years ago where Cueto was like climbing on the fence and like Oh, the Duda's spider pleats. kick one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: Wasn't that Quato? Wasn't he kicking Adam Wainwright or, like or someone? That, yeah. And he had like it's the NL
3: Central, man. The midwest He had a bunch folk. of
4: puncture wounds in his back and stuff. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Those yeah. are good times. Good times. That
4: was that was a good one. Okay. So here's my my favorite one. I've never liked Nigel Morgan. Uh, just, and he also walked off the D backs in the playoffs with that, like Ryan Braun thing. So there was a fight. I think it was, I think it was before that, but Morgan is a guy that he started, he started stuff with everybody. He was just kind of, you know, that first guy that was barking and he wasn't afraid to fight. Uh, he would be, um, like Alex Verdugo does that, but he's, he's the last guy out on the field when there's a brawl. Like, he, he's a first, he's the guy that stands up on top of the dugout, but he's always the one in the back of the line uh, during the brawl, Verdugo. At Sounds least that's right. what he was on the Dodgers. Nigel Morgan was first one. He was at the top of the dugout, but he was also the first one over the railing. So you give him that, at least. Um, he, he's he's consistently a jerk. We'll say that. But I remember that he uh, he ran at a, a Marlins pitcher, and this is in the old Joe Robbie, right? Uh, so he ran out of Marlins pitcher and Gabby Sanchez knew it was happening and he was playing first and Gabby Sanchez came out of nowhere and gave him this undertaker clothesline out of hell that like spun him up in the air. And Gabby Sanchez right then became one of my favorite players. Like, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Niger Morgan, uh, definitely a huge punk, but I got a list. Like I, I said before, the number one on this list was the, um, uh, a rod and veritech number two was from 2001 it was sweeney versus uh jeff weaver and it was mike sweeney running him down i don't hmm. know that i remember that one
3: recall but weaver either, but jeff, started
4: a bunch so yeah.
3: weaver had a punchable face and he threw inside a lot so a couple things going against him
4: yeah i remember uh there's like a TikTok or whatever uh instagram going around now of uh weaver t- telling the story of kyle seager and he drilled Kyle Seager, and it was like 83 miles an hour. And he, he said he did it because he wanted to start a fight with him, but Seager wouldn't come out and fight him, uh, which I think is fun. I think Seager would have pounded him into the ground, but uh, who knows? Mo Vaughn uh, versus George Bell in 1993. It's I two big boys. Can't say I remember that one, but that that much, that's a heavyweight. I might fight have right to there. look that
3: one up. That's two big boys going <laughs> at it right
4: there um number six I do remember this one Armando Benitez uh drills Tino Martinez, Tino Martinez another guy that took a lot of exception I remember Tino Martinez starting a fight with Miguel Batista on Easter Sunday in uh like there's nothing holy anymore yeah nothing's holy Baba it's like I think it was 2000 2002 or something uh but I I like specifically remember because um I had a lot of my family over, and I wanted to get away from my family. So I went to, uh, like, the back of the property I was at, and there was uh, my uncle was there, and he's got a TV on. I'm like, I'm just going to sit in here with you and watch this game. He's like, all right. And uh, then I remember uh, Miguel Batista throwing inside. Miguel Batista is a guy that that he was involved in a couple fights, too, because I remember him. uh, I believe in this fight, he picked up a baseball and threw it at Tino. Like after the the yeah, fight cool. had already stopped, had already happened. And yeah, that is not cool. Uh, But Tino, definitely the guy to start it. And Tino Martinez and Luis Gonzalez were like best buddies. So it was like Lugo is trying to hold back uh, Tino Martinez and Tino was just charging in there. And I remember that being a big thing during the 2001 world series too, about uh, Tino and Luis Gonzalez being good buddies, if I'm remembering that correctly. But yeah, um, a couple other ones before we got to go to break. Ho Park uh, did the kick in 1999 against the Royals. I think this was. So mm-hmm. I do remember him doing. Do you remember him doing the the kick at all? Yeah, it's
3: almost how he pitched though, was with a kick.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I remember yeah. like someone ran at him and he like stepped on their thigh and then kicked him in the chest with his cleats. Uh, I don't remember I that, was, but
3: that's not good with spikes.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it looked good though. Uh, I'll yeah. say that. So form form um, A
3: overall bad <laughs>
4: <laughs> the number eight was nolan ryan versus robin ventura which is yeah. probably the most famous fight yeah. uh ever number nine was burt campanaris uh versus laren somebody who is this yep. uh laren yeah. lagro in 1972 can't say i remember that one uh brawl between the braves and the padres in 84 and then the last one they have is uh nolan ryan versus dave winfield in uh, 1980. They have a couple yeah. honorable mentions. Yeah, Brandon Phillips and Yachty. Uh, Brandon Phillips and Yachty
3: is a big one I remember because... Wasn't that the one where Cueto was kicking? It's got to be that same one. No.
4: This one was uh, Brandon Phillips. Um, he, he had said some comments. Oh, in the that's paper. right.
3: And he went right back at him. Yeah.
4: yeah the very first at-bat yep. for Brandon Phillips right. the next day was the whole thing. But we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk a little more baseball. Maybe a couple
2: more fights. Stick with
4: us. We'll be right back after this. <music>
0: The snozberries taste like (laughs) snozberries. I'm
5: freaking out, man.
1: You are freaking out, man. man. Littering and
5: littering and littering and littering and
1: smoking in In this league. Break it down.
4: Welcome back, everybody. In this league, on the sports grid, get on the grid. Scott Bogman. Follow me on Twitter at Bogman sports joined by Casey Bubba at BDN Trick. If you would please check out the in this league, Patreon, patreon.com slash ITL army, where we got all kinds of goodies for you. Well, I'm going to have uh, NFL uh, rookie rankings for your first year player draft right after the draft up over there. Uh, after I have done three days of streaming the, as you're listening to this, I am exhausted. I can tell you that much uh, because it's three days of streaming and ranking. And nonstop talking into the microphone. It's going to be so much fun. I'm excited for the draft. Obviously, it's already happened as you're listening to this. But if you want ranks, immediately go over there and check it out. And you can get those along with the Welsh's top 500 minor league um, rankings. Plus the group me rooms, the uh, secret shows, all kinds of fun stuff we have over there. So please check it out. Uh, Bubba, we're talking about fights. We took a little break. To look over some of those fights that I was telling you about. We watched the niger Morgan versus it was Chris Volstad. Uh, Monster was, of a man. Chris Volstad, I think was six eight, if I'm not mistaken. He's very, and very he's, and he was thick. Yeah, yeah. He is he
3: wasn't Randy Johnson, six eight. <laughs> it was different.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh let's see. Chris Volstad height. Yeah, he was. I I got it exactly right, six foot eight. And Nigel Morgan, small dude. He's like maybe yep. an inch or two taller than me. Uh, but Gabby Sanchez off of first got a good piece of him. And you could even hear the the umpire they're the announcer saying, uh, Gabby got a piece of him. Gabby got a big old piece of him. Uh, cause they, and they were like in the middle of the fight, they're talking about how Nigel Morgan needs therapy because he's yeah. always like causing problem. Problems yeah, short
3: man stuff. syndrome.
4: Yeah. I mean. Look, I'm not gonna make fun of anyone with that, Bub, you know. So uh I'm not not gonna make fun of anyone with a Napoleon. I wasn't making fun all. of you either. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh I'm just saying I'm not gonna make fun of it. It's it's funny. I had one of those uh, uh I was getting um I was getting like some pants or something from uh for Christmas and my mom was like they didn't, I was wearing like thirty-eight thirties or something. She's like, can you believe they didn't have thirty-eight thirties, but they had 48 thirties. I'm like, well, I don't want to make fun of that guy. Uh, because you know, someday.
3: Mom, <laughs> you just moved me near a water burger. Yeah, this could yeah, yeah, someday.
4: So, someday. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna be shocked if I'm there, right? So I I don't want to you know I don't want to blast that if the, guy.
3: Hey, if the Diamondbacks have another losing season, You guys might got be some eight.
4: issues, all right? You know, let's not, let's not tear him down. You know, have to pile on this oh, guy. He's Jesus. already got some weight issues, clearly. So he's uh, short
3: and he's got weight issues. Let's leave the man alone.
4: Let's leave the man alone. You know, let him just get his pants at Walmart or wherever we're going here. You know, I mean, let's just relax, right? So <laughs> let's calm it on down is all I'm saying. Let's not make judge. fun of that guy immediately Who are we to judge? right right uh, exactly but yeah i mean look uh mlb fights are always fun the only one i couldn't find was i was telling you i was at the game and i can't remember uh you know i don't know what happened uh and they don't come up on the you know loudspeaker to tell you what happened and this was 1999 i believe so it was uh well uh well before twitter and the internet uh and camera phones and, and all that stuff but um Charlie Hayes who was a D-backs and Giants and mm-hmm. your your boy Charlie Hayes is standing on third Todd Sottlemeyer. there's a man on first there's runner on third so uh on the mound i think he pitched like maybe 10 games for the D-backs before he got hurt and never played again right so uh after they shelled out a ton of money for him he's standing on the mound he's look he looks over at first to the runner and then he looks back at Chuck Hayes and, or Charlie Hayes. I always call him Chuck Hayes because the Rockets had a Chuck yeah. Hayes. Um, but he and when he looks back to the catcher, I just see Hayes run off of third and is barreling after Sotomayor. I'm like, what is happening right now? Uh, I guess some insults were uttered when he looked over at Hayes and Hayes took exception to them and ran after him. But I could not find that one. I That was a quick fight. I don't think it was a benches clearing.
3: I don't um, see Chucky having a long fight. Let's put it that way.
4: Yeah, he was a big boy, so it was he better he better get him fast. Yep. So you know if he's gonna get him, he better get him fast for sure. Uh, but yeah, man, MLB fights are fun. I almost don't. You kind of wish they did it like hockey, like let him duke it out. Somebody falls to the ground, the fight's over, right? Yeah,
3: see, they yeah, I agree. That'd be great because you might see less fights that way, or at least yeah. less meaningless fights.
4: Um, and you wouldn't have these weird pileups where somebody gets exactly. hurt and all that and somebody
3: stuff. gets stepped on or something stupid. The ones that make me laugh is you got this fight on the mound and you got these guys running from the bullpen by the time they get there, the fight's over and they're out of breath. So it's right. like, yeah, thanks for coming. Gotcha. Cool. Thanks. But, uh, no, thanks. So I mean, I mean, always fun. at what
4: point are we going to get someone to just like jump in the cart And drive it out to the fight, you know what I mean? Drive over the middle, run some people over, uh, like like it's uh, like Tony Stewart. God, remember when that happened? Remember when the cart went haywire at the Cowboy Stadium and ran? Oh, I thought you were going to talk basketball or something. Oh, basketball.
3: such a great Uh, Great movie. Weak little Solari. I'd be down for a basketball two. Let's put it that way.
4: Oh, my God. Yeah. Basketball two would be amazing. Or just like a live watch of basketball would be great. The Jenny McCarthy part. I'm down jay mccarthy comes down with the trailer hitch it sounds and,
3: like a uh it sounds like a great uh, patreon extra show Ooh,
4: yeah that's not a bad idea at all Well, maybe.
3: one of these nights when i uh, have the evening without the little one i'm very down to do that i love oh, that movie. Man. such that's an so underrated good. movie in my opinion
4: well you know uh when i was at chase field for opening day uh it sounded like that movie because everyone was chanting for seth beer and remember, they were the yep. beers. Beer, 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 yep. beer. beer. So yeah. Uh, so, so that was... But yes, uh, the
3: Ginny McCarthy part. She had a few of them. That oh, was Oh,
4: yeah. She was hilarious in that movie. I mean... She played you know. her part
3: well. Like, she had experience at it. So it was yeah. very good.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it was a... What
4: do you call that? A method role. Yes. So she, uh, she, her she and went, Daniel Day-Lewis. She, she
3: went full there. Daniel Day-Lewis. She drank the milkshake. <laughs> i drink your milkshake (laughs) i drink it up oh so good good. um
4: let's talk about some of these hot guys some of these guys that are on fire right now and tell me uh whether you believe in them anthony rizzo with eight homers three in one night now i think they might have added up to 400 total feet on these homers they were uh, short Porch King, you know, uh, I think that really short one that Wang the pole was 292. Smallest, so, homer,
3: shortest home run in the history of baseball.
4: The shortest homer in the history of baseball. So look, but Rizzo's been good outside of that. He has five other homers outside of those three tiny dingers. And it doesn't matter. A dinger's a dinger, right? So yep. that's what I say. That's what you she know, said. En- enjoy what you have is all I'm saying. It's that's the motion I, of the ocean. As long as it lands as a homer. Yep. that's all as long as we get home that's all that matters doesn't yep. matter how it's long it's a
3: game called make. i win that's
4: right so uh <laughs> do, you, do we think anthony rizzo is going to have you know he's on pace to have his best year ever do you think he's going to be in that neighborhood or do you think this is a hot uh april start for him
3: it, it's tough to say i don't think he's gonna be this good no but he's crushing it at home as he should if you look at his early home road split it's not a big sample but just it's a lot of the damage almost all the damage is at home in that short porch, you had those three home runs you mentioned. None of them were barreled up. Speaking of barrels from earlier, zero. And to have a home run that's not barreled is, is pretty rare. To have three of them on the same night, extremely rare, to say the least. So um, he is enjoying the short porch, the friendly confines. He went from the friendly confines of Wrigley to the short porch in New York. So good on him. I don't believe this to be – like, I'd sell high if you had Anthony Rizzo right now.
4: Uh, yeah, and looking at his home road splits, he is hitting – 311 at home, 211, a full 100 Mm -hmm. points lower on the road. And look
3: look at the OPS. It's insane.
4: This is 12 games for six games. So it's not, like you said, very small sample, but seven of his eight homers Mm -hmm. at home versus one on the road. So, yeah, I mean, there is uh, a clear uh, split for him. OPS, let me see. Can I find it home road? Oh, my God. Yeah.
3: It's astronomically different
4: 1237 at home versus 796
3: on the road. Yeah. He's not even an average player on the road, below Good
4: average. Lord, uh, yeah. So, uh, obviously, the hot start for Rizzo, not something we expect. Jose Ramirez, I think we know he comes and goes. All
3: hail the king,
4: yeah. Guy is great. Ty France has got he's hitting 366, he's got five homers, 11 runs, 21 RBI. Is this a breakout for Ty France that we're seeing, or is this a hot month? Do you think
3: it's it's a breakout? Like the average will definitely regress, there's no sugarcoating that, but the power's always been there. He showcased that in the minors. Uh, one of my bold predictions from last year is that he hit 25 plus home runs, did not get there. He actually had a good season, but did not get there. I think he gets there this year. He is this good, like his power wise, that Mariners lineup's getting better and better around him, which helps out a lot. So the, the batting average will regress, but the power and the overall production, I think, from Ty France is the real deal. So, I'm a Big believer in uh, Ty France. Yeah. You,
4: you and Welsh are the guys I think about with Ty France. Cause Welsh was on him too. He saw him at, uh, he's like, God, I saw Ty France and he is yoked. Yeah. Big boy. yoked. Cause big he boy. saw him, uh, in Peoria and he was like, yep. and he's looking good. I think I like Ty France. Uh, so Ty France having a great season. Uh, we know, um, the other guys, I'm just looking at like the Yahoo order of their, uh, ranking and stuff. Um, Machado is obviously good. Nolan Arenado's good. Harper's hitting bombs, even though he's got the elbow thing. He has three bombs and three swipes, so he's up here. How about CJ Crone with seven bombs already, hitting .282, uh, would be the league leader if it wasn't for the three shorties that Anthony Rizzo had. So CJ Crone is uh, pouring it on right now.
3: Yep, it's the Crone Zone, folks. Go to the Crone Zone. Yeah, he's awesome. The, I, I expected a good season. We saw it. We've seen. Good seasons out of CJ every year he gets to actually play. And he even hit for a good average last year with Coors because that's what Coors does, enhance his batting average. So the average at 282 right now is probably doable for CJ. The power, he's not going to hit 40, 45 home runs, but he's got 30 home run power, 35 at the most in him. So I think it's the real deal. Uh He's one of those guys that we talked about in draft season. If you missed kind of the first batch of first basements, he was kind of in that second wave, and he's so far paying off. He'll regress a bit because this is a hot start, but in the end, he will have a very, very strong season. Uh, Well,
4: you know, we talked about the Anthony Rizzo splits. Have you taken a look at CJ Cron's splits here?
3: No, I'm imagining it's they're Colorado. not. You know, he's, played, he's played a lot in Colorado already, yes.
4: 350 at home, 194 on the road, which is huge. Five homers uh, at home versus two on the road. If we're uh, looking at OPS, Home versus away, eleven seventy two at home versus seven oh three on the road. So almost exactly the same. It was a bigger split just because Bryant had, or Rizzo had a little bit higher uh, at home, uh, but that, that I'd, I'd rather have Chrome than
3: Rizzo the rest of the season.
4: Um, okay, you know what? I think that's fair. I, I think I'm with you, but I think it. I think to me, it's closer. Uh, because I like Rizzo still. And I like the fact that he's gonna be hitting the Yankee Stadium on that short porch. So we like that. Um, last one I'll ask you before we have to take a break here. Uh Sayas Suzuki is hitting 333. He's got four bombs and a swipe. Uh, dude has come over from Japan and not missed a beat. He looks like the exact same player he was over there, which is incredible. Do you think this lasts or we have a good season? I obviously gonna have up, ups and downs. This is what we see from A lot of foreign players that come over, they kill for the first month or two, then they hit a wall and start to regress a little bit. Do you, is, are we going to see the same story from Suzuki? Or do you think he's different?
3: Uh, I think he regresses a bit, but I still think it's a very, very good season. So don't get me wrong there, but you're seeing what like a lot of rookies get. They, you know, he proved he could hit this pitch. Now they're making hit. They're adjusting to him. He's got to adjust back. I think he's good enough to adjust back, but The hot start was unsustainable by far. I think he'll be very, very good, but there's going to be some growing pains along the way. For say, he's probably going to be an all-star. He'll be the Cubs' best player, which isn't saying a lot. But uh, he probably hits like 280 with 25 to 30 bombs, which is pretty darn awesome.
4: Yeah, it's pretty damn good. So, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will end the three-hour tour of in this league on the Sports Grid. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this.
1: The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. In this league.
0: I thought we were going to be just friends.
1: What friends listen to in this league in the dark.
4: You guys hear endless love. You know what that means. It is the end of the three hour tour of in this league on the sports grid. Please remember to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash army. We got all kinds of rankings and group me rooms and live streams, all kinds of great stuff over there. Uh, please follow my friend out. Casey Bubba at BD Entric on the Twitter and uh, you know, watch and listen to bench with Bubba. It's a great time. Uh, his show with Ryan Bloomfield on Thursday evenings is outstanding. You guys should be checking that out uh, as well. And um, I hope you enjoyed the draft and the show. I'm sorry. We didn't have draft coverage for you. I want to end on this though. I think that it is time to trade Byron Buxton at his very high Peak right here but the dude has the skill level to be one of the best players in baseball a first round pick so it's a double-edged sword i have no confidence zero none that he will stay healthy this whole season uh welsh is different than me you are going to be the tiebreaker bub would you trade buxton now or wait a couple weeks whatever it is maybe a little bit further removed from his scare and then trade him, let him uh, get a couple more stats, or are you a look Buxton has the talent. I'm going to go down with the ship. and if he gets hurt, he gets hurt, but this is why I invested to get this type of return. Where are you on Byron
3: Buxton? I see where you stand on this, but I am on he's a league Unicorn. winning player yeah. league winning player like he is. And I know he's got chances to get hurt. I'm not stupid, but like and just you can see what he does when he plays. He did the same thing last year before he got hurt. and it's, I know it's what he does, but it's like give me 120 games and we're going to freaking have the moon. He's okay, he's not the Jacob DeGrom of hitting, but he's got that kind of ceiling with power <laughs> and speed. Like uh, he is that good with power and speed that he can unless you're getting okay, I'd be down to trade him if you get well, like a world-class haul. Like uh, two at least two amazing immediately in your lineup game-changing players because I think Buxton is that good. If he if, so, he, were to, if he were to play a full season, he's like a top 2 pick.
4: Yeah, I agree with that. God, I got some more follow-ups, but we got to go. We we got to go. I'll leave it at that. Uh, we love you guys. We Hope you enjoyed the draft and the baseball coverage. Hopefully, we took you down memory lane with some of these fights. We will see you guys next week. Take it easy, everybody.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me.